Hi, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to um, Radio Lean 101.5 FM, Platicando y Mejorando. Um, thank you for joining us on this beautiful mo Monday morning. Um, you have your host, Veronica de Lara. Veronica Pimentel. Sandy Logan. And Berenice Jimenez. And we're just excited. Um, it's, it, I have my cup of coffee. We're good to go. It's the, the first day of the week. Um, yeah. How are you girls? How is everyone doing? I'm doing great. Um, I had a great weekend. I love this summer. Um, I love, although we're having to stay at home, just having a good weather. We had a heat wave not too long ago. And so just being able to enjoy this nice chill day has been great what about you ladies it's really um, nice enjoying the weather also trying to get the honeydew list done uh different projects i haven't been able to get to um because i've been working so now it's awesome to go through my cabinets clean out my drawers so that feels good yeah i live um in Agua so i feel so lucky that our heat wave was not as intense as it is in like the valley or more of a city um, area. We have lots of trees and stuff. So I very much am grateful. It's like during the summer, I'm grateful for living over here because it's not as hot and intense and I'm enjoying being outside, getting a tan, um, you know, planting some trees. And we actually got some some vegetables from our vegetable garden this morning. So we're going to cook up some zucchinis and bell peppers later tonight. Ooh. So should we send you our delivery address? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing, Betty. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. I was just going to add with that heat wave, um, you know, it always happens. You turn on your AC and you haven't used it and it crashes. So it was, it was bizarre. It was one of those things where it's like, oh, of course, the heat wave hit. We didn't test the AC. Now we're in this house sweating. Uh, so. <laughs> or if, if you're the one who pays the bill, you're like, turn it off. We're fine. We don't need it. <laughs> yeah, that's me, actually. I was the, but that's how bad it was that I was like, let's turn it on yeah. for just a little bit. Um, but, you know, for those that are listening, thank you. Uh, yeah, we, um, it sounds like everyone had a, a great weekend and uh, we have a couple things um, in store for us this week. But um, I, for, for those that are just um, tuning in with us in this Monday morning, um, we, our, our topic for today, we, we really wanted to focus on um, when you're turning 18. Um, so dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's scary. I know all of us, we've all been there, done that. And yeah, I just want to ask you girls, um, just, you know, this, I know we have a lot of uh, youth that have, you know, recently graduated or transitioned from 17 to 18. And, you know, let's, I think what better way for us to, to tell them our experience and what we thought turning 18 would be like and what it actually was. So let, let's just have a, you know, a conversation and, and those that are listening to us, we do have kind of a list of guidelines and some important, important things to keep in mind as you're turning 18. Um, so to help you better navigate life, you know, I know there's expectations, but then there's the reality of turning 18. So, um, with that, I'm, I'm going to open it up just a general question to the girls, um, Sandy, Berenice and Veronica, you know, what, what was, you know, I know, I know when I was 17, I was always excited to turn 18 because I had this, con this idea of like, 
I'm going to be my own boss. Like I'm going to be able to do all these things. Um, but what, what was your experience? Like what, what, what were your thoughts about that? Yeah, mine was very relatable. Like I'm not going to sit here and say like, Oh, I was excited for this. Like I was excited to go to the clubs because <laughs> you know, once you're 18, you can start going to clubs. So that was something that I was looking forward to because um, I didn't have that type of liberty. And so, um, yeah, I was really looking forward to like, just exactly the same thing where I was like, Oh, I'm going to get to do whatever I want. Now I can go to clubs. Um, so that was something I was looking forward to not knowing all of the things I should have paid attention to. I think for me, I got my first apartment when I was 18 years old. And what I remember the most was going grocery shopping coming home and realizing I don't have a can opener, I don't have dishes, I don't have pots. I mean, all the things that you have at home with your parents, now you have to go out and buy and bring it home. So that was like the best um, eye opener going, oh yeah, I am an adult now and I have to provide all these things for myself. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Betty? So I, um, my brother was kicked out of the house at 18 and I was so afraid that the same was going to happen to me, even though I've always been a good child, <laughs> like I got good grades. I didn't really have anything to worry about in that sense. Um, and I think the thing that I looked forward to the most was learning how to drive because I waited until I was 18. I didn't really want to get my permit and then have an adult kind of be with me at all times or have somebody who had a license so I, I just ended up waiting and I moved to where I currently live now um, and it was my first day of community college and my first day driving alone and I had a plan to wake up super duper early and just take the streets to my school because I was nervous of taking the freeway by myself but of course with my luck, my alarm didn't go off, so I was running late, and the only way for me to get to school on time was to take the freeway. <laughs> and you know, like, I don't know if you if you guys do it, but me growing up in like a Latino household, you always like do the, the cross when you're entering the freeway, like the persinas, and I was like, all right, let's do this, God, we're gonna make it to school, and we're gonna make it on time, because I literally, <laughs> I need to. And I did, and the freeway was fine. And I got to school on time, but that was like one of like the most memorable things of like turning 18 was that experience and me going like driving by myself on the freeway and not getting kicked out of my house, of course. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's, it's so, it's so interesting hearing you all of you say what you were excited about. And then when you kind of stepped into being 18, like the reality checked in, like, or like Sandy mentioned, having to get like even items for the house where you're like, wait, I've never had to purchase a fork before or a plate. And it's always just been available to me. Um, but yeah, it, it's great. And, uh, I, and it's exciting. And I know our segment is going to be focused on focusing on when you're, um, when you're turning 18. Um, we just want to share for those that are listening, just um, some of the, our experiences, some of our expectations of one when we thought we were going to turn 18. Um, and, you know, and later in this conversation, we're going to share some, some guidelines and some good safety tips um, to prepare you when you are turning 18. Um, another question I have for you all just uh, quickly um, is, um, you mentioned uh, better driving, um, getting on the freeway. 
Um, is that something you were ever excited? It sounded like you waited until you turned 18, but were you ever excited to, to, to be behind the wheel? I was the nervous type um, just because I'm naturally nervous with those things. And to be honest, I didn't have anyone in the house teach me. Like my mom, I knew if I got in the car with her, she'd be like, no, you're going too fast. I'm dying, super dramatic. You're going to crash and get me even more nervous. So then I got in the car with my dad and he, um, he's super impatient or um, he's not like a very good teacher. It's like, I'm going to tell you once and you better get it right and you better do it until the rest of your life. Like, don't make any mistakes. And my sister, she was a little bit more patient with me, but she just didn't really have the time because she was in college as well. And, and she went to Cal State LA, so I was super far commute. So my dad ended up just giving me, getting me uh, a teacher to help me for a couple hours. So she gave me the routes of where um, the DMV that I was going to, she knew what routes they take the students or like the, the test in. So she had me drive around there and I would go on the freeway with her. That's one of the things that I liked about her is I told her where I was going to school. And so she, for two of my lessons, she helped me get on the freeway and guided me to my, my route to school. So I knew how to get there. That's um, awesome. She tailored it specifically for you. Yeah, yeah. So it was super great. Um, and I was super scared, but I was able to make it. And I was looking forward to 18 to get my license because I, I knew I wanted to wait. Um, but, you know, as soon as you did, my mom was like, go to the Marqueta, no mandado, go do this, <laughs> yeah. go do that. Um, but yeah, definitely looks forward to That's a really good point that you bring up because we're expecting like, yeah, freedom. I'm going to pick up all my friends. And then it's more of like responsibility. Like you have a vehicle, you get to work. Like you have a vehicle, you get to work so you can pay for gas. Yeah. <laughs> pay your car insurance. But uh, we'll yeah. get into some of those uh, reality checks. Um, so we, let's go ahead and go on a quick music break. And we'll be right back on our topic today, which is uh, when you're turning 18, things that you should um, keep in mind. Uh, thank you. We'll be right back. Stay tuned.
Thank you for listening to, you're listening to Radio Lean 101.5 FM, Platicando y Mejorando. This is your host, Veronica De Lara. Veronica Pimentel. Andy Logan. And Berenice Jimenez. And thank you. We have Veronica, Sandy, and Berenice today with us. And we're talking about uh, turning, when turning 18, we were just sharing before we went on a music break, um, just the expectations that we had uh, about turning 18. And, you know, I know Veronica shared, she was excited about to go to the club when she turned 18, but Anissa started to drive. Um, Sandy got her apartment and just, um, you know, and I, and, and a little bit, I shared about just thinking this, this idea of like, I'm going to be 18. That means I have control of my life. I'm my own boss. Nobody can tell me anything. But I think as we talk about that, I think there's some definitely some security measures and things that we need to talk about that go along with these more responsibilities. Like as we start to drive, what comes along with driving and when we go out to parties, what goes along with the precautions or safety measures that we have to take when we are doing all these additional activities. So I'll just open it up. Uh, Sandy, I know you were sharing with us a little bit about some, some of the concerns. I know you lived in an apartment when you were 18. What were some of the things you had to to, to tackle, to keep safe? I think, you know, a lot of the things about um, just coming home at night, making sure I parked in a well-lit area, making sure I left my friends or a family member know what time I'd be coming home, if I was coming home late. Because there is nobody that's home there, uh, where you start having our parents or our siblings or our cousins there, um, you really need to think twice about that. You need to make sure that people know that maybe somebody's around, that somebody's paying attention to you, um, because you don't want a situation where 
uh, someone may want to stalk you or you know cause harm bodily harm to you so letting people know i would call friends or call my family hey i'm going out i should be back by this time this is who i'm hanging out with and this is where i'm going yeah that's true that's i love that sandy that you touched on it because i currently live by myself and i've had to same thing i do live in a very safe neighborhood um but it's things like sharing my location my boyfriend always has my location uh, my brothers have my location so they know when i'm home i do have a glock 17 at home <laughs> and so that definitely helps too like just knowing like i know where i keep it and in the event that i would ever have to know that it's available um but uh yeah i also am very cautious of the people that i do bring over um just making sure that i'm not bringing any random strangers um to my apartment so then they too can know that i live by myself yeah not sharing you know your address with everybody um also really talking about um like you talked about your own safety making sure we don't leave our windows open um or even put a lock on the windows especially these sliding glass windows, you can put a little lock on the side so you can enjoy the fresh air, but, you know, be protected and not have anybody try to come in. Yeah, those are definitely good tips. I know, Bere, you were talking about a little bit also when you started to drive, I mean, the sense of responsibility of just having to do grocery shopping and um, and I'm sure, you know, pay for your gas and, and uh, car insurance. You want to share a little bit about some of your experiences? Yeah, definitely. I'll touch a little bit on safety and then I'll go ahead, go into like driving and those responsibilities. For me personally, I was in college when I was 18. So I always made sure that if I had a class that let out late or I stayed in, on campus to study that I know a lot of people say don't have headphones when you're walking because you know you want always want to be alert but I would have them I wouldn't listen to music I would have them specifically with somebody else on the line calling my cousins or my sisters and talking to them and letting them know that I just got out of class or I'm leaving campus I'm going to the parking lot and I want you to be on the phone with me until I get safely into my car should anything happen to me so that was like um the like the safe safety like that were that was what I would do to like just keep safe um and then in regards to my car um I remember I had just started driving and a couple months in I was on my way home from a concert and somebody crashed into me and I got so scared um especially because it was a motorcyclist and I just saw his body like hit my car um and it wasn't my fault. It was somebody was going to bump into him. So then he crashed into me. Um, and thank God everything was okay. And he ended up being fine. But it just made you more aware of, yes, yes, I, I'm, like, I have freedom to drive and take myself wherever I want. But that's also you're responsible for other people, other people's lives. Whoever's inside of your car, you know, I would never drink and get in a vehicle either with me driving or somebody else driving. Like if somebody else were to drink, I wouldn't get in the car with them because they're responsible and I had to be responsible for someone else's life. And, you know, just, um, so I think that was another responsibility added on top of that when you do learn to drive, apart from um, getting gas and 
saving uh, or like, you know, always having um, money, always making sure you have money to pay your guys because there's definitely instances where I was like a broke student and I didn't like asking my parents, my dad, I worked with my dad. So he gave me, you know, he paid me what he did and I had to make sure that that money was going to last me until my next pay and gas was one of my major expenses because I lived so far. Um, getting to my school was like a 45 minute commute, even longer if there was traffic. So I definitely had to be responsible with, with that and, and my money. So it's really taught me a lot in regards to that. That's a great uh, suggestion because um, how many of you have, you know, cash on hand, mad money? Nope. Yeah. You know, that was such a great thing that we touched on um, not too long ago when we were talking about, um, I think we were in a coalition and we discussed some of like emergency things to do. And one of the things that I think I brought up was having cash stored because in the case of an emergency, either everybody would rush to take out cash or um, if that didn't work, then people are selling, if maybe we're in need of water and they're selling uh, water bottles and we don't have cash to pay it um, then we'd be able to we wouldn't be able to access it and that's happening actually right now because you heard on mm -hmm. the news there a lot of organizations or businesses that are said grocery stores banks are limiting the amount of cash that's coming out right because of COVID but also we have opportunities where businesses will let's say I buy something that's eighteen ninety five instead of giving me my change back, they may just say, well, I don't have any change and that's it. Right. I'll give you a store yeah. credit or you're just, you know, out of luck. So mm -hmm. it's really important to have single bills at home, um, you know, a couple hundred dollars to kind of stash away in case of something happening. Yeah, I, always, I was always taught to have cash. Um, I didn't get my first debit card until um, I was 18. So even though I started helping my help be my dad when I was in high school and he paid me I always had cash so I was just used to it and that's something that I've been used to it now is always having cash in my wallet and I'm, anytime I go out with my cousins or friends I'm the one that has like the cash and if we stop by like a local street vendor and it's like oh cash only they like look at me like you have cash and so they're like, well, <laughs> buying the tacos for them and they'll you know pay me back after but yeah, definitely having cash um, is important. I think it's super important to, to have. And I think I think those are great points. Um, I, I think we're also touching a little bit about how important money is and how money matters. And I know we talked about importance of having cash and um, I know we're gonna go on a quick music break, but when we come back, we can talk about just budgeting, uh, credit, loans, debt. I know it's something that, you know, we learned math in school, but we don't really are taught how to budget. And, you know, I know personally, I've had my share of debt. I know some of us maybe as well. And it's something that, you know, it's hard to get out of. Um, so let's maybe go on a quick music break. We'll be right back and we'll get into the subject of um, the importance of money. Um, so stay tuned. Don't leave us. We'll be right back.
Hi, and we're back. Um, you are listening to Radio Lean 101.5 FM, Platicando y Mejorando. This is your host, Veronica De Lara. Veronica Pimentel. Andy Logan. And Berenice Jimenez. And thank you for joining us in this early morning. Um, before we went on break, we were talking about, you know, our topic today is turning 18 and what we expect and the reality of actually turning 18 and some of those responsibilities. Before we went on break, we started to touch on the importance of money and how to manage money. Um, and so I know we, we've all had our share of uh, possible, you know, debt and not being able to spend our money properly. So I just want to ask the, the group here, um, you know, what were your, what has been your experience with just managing money? Uh, Betty, do you want to? Yeah, I'll go ahead. Personally, um, I was always into math. And so I always knew how to calculate things and I, money, I guess, because uh, my parents grew up with not having much and always having a budget or things like that. Even though currently me growing up, I was so grateful that there was always food on the table, I had a roof over my head, but hearing their stories always influenced me to take care of my money and think about um, not spending it like on materialistic things or knowing the reality of it. So I always had a savings. Like I always had like a little piggy bank growing up. If I ever got money for my birthday, I had a piggy bank and I would put it in there. And unless I really, really wanted something, then I would take it out. Other than that, like I would, I always liked saving. And whenever I did get paid, I thought about, okay, how much am I going to need for gas? When do I need to get my next oil change? So I make sure I have for that. Um, and it sounds like you did great with budgeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, and one of the things that I learned was that people um, take whatever they get paid and then they spread it out for the expenses and then they buy whatever they want. And then lastly, they're left over, they put into savings. But my professor always said, the first thing you want to do is put it into your savings then take out what you need for your expenses and then whatever you have left or you feel like you have left, you can spend it on, you know, going to the movies or getting yourself something new. Um, so yeah, that's one of the things that I, I really pride myself on is always, um, always being good with my money. And even today, um, with you know, our current job, I put a certain percentage of my paycheck automatically goes to my savings and it's like I don't even see it and that has like helped me tremendously to you know saving up for I currently want a new car so I'm saving up for that and so nice. um, yeah it's always something that I've I've thought about it and had it in the back of my mind so I've had That's a good pay yourself first yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's great about it. I'll tell you that that was, that was not my experience. Um, I wish I would have uh, been better at budgeting. Um, but I'll share a little bit, and then I'll maybe Veronica and Sandy also want to share a little bit in terms of uh, the importance. Uh, as you know, money is important. Um, I think another mis I think important piece that don't, they don't really teach us in school is credit and the importance of credit. And what is credit? You know, it's kind of like a, I don't know, alien thought. Like, I don't really know. We never see it. 
But credit actually get, allows you to get a car, allows you to get a house, allows you to get a rent, apartment. Um, I know Sandy brought this up earlier. Um, some employment jobs are looking at people making sure that they have decent credit because credit shows how you are budgeting or managing your money. Um, I went to college right after high school. Definitely was my first time leaving home. So I was kind of like, bye y'all, I'm going to do my thing. And I did do my thing, but I didn't do it right. So, you know, I, I uh, collected debt. I paid school, but I, I just spent money. I was I was, I got the sense of freedom, you know, like, oh, I'm free. I could do whatever I want. If I want to buy something, I'll buy it. And I didn't really have a strategy or a plan behind it. Um, and not until afterwards I graduated and, and then I hit the real world and realized this APR, this interest is killing me. I, I, my loan continues to stay at the same amount. Actually, it's growing even if it's it, instead of reducing and, um, you know, so with that, I, I just want to share with folks that with credit, you know, uh, we, we think about APR and, and the question here is what is APR and it's an interest rate. So, you know, if I, better, I let Beto borrow $20, um, I'm going to charge her interest. Um, ultimately that's my way of getting my $20 back and, 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 a, and a little bit more. So, um, depending on that interest rate, what the amount is, um, that's how much, um, the, the person that's lending it is going to make their money, you know, back. So I don't know, Ber uh, Veronica, what was your experience with, you know, managing your money? Um, and yeah. Yeah. You know, um, growing up, I got to see how wise my parents were with their money. Um, just the way that they were always investing into homes or, um, just the way that they would budget, but they didn't necessarily teach us how to budget. And, you know, I started working when I was 15 and a half, 15 and a half was when I got my first job, when I got my car or when I started driving. And, um, at that time, it was just how you mentioned Veto was that sense of freedom where I was like, if I want it, I'm going to live in the moment and I'm going to get it. And I've gotten to see, like, I'm like, like it's up until recently, like living on my own where I'm like, okay, $15 for a meal like could go to $15 for gas or I could, I could cook up, like I can meal prep for the week with those $15. Like now I'm like very like strict on like, okay, what I spend on and I try to have that budget, but I, it took all of those little trials and errors to get me where I am. But if I would have known what we're discussing now a long time ago, and I know that my parents probably tried to talk to me about it, but I just wasn't actively listening Sandy did you want to share I know I know I think you're a saver as well it sounds like maybe I'm not sure if you started off that way or it was you learned your how to save money <laughs> I'm always a saver I you know so I was a kid and I was um saving money throughout the house and you'd find little pockets of money throughout the house and it'd be like well I put this away but what did I put it away for and then I forget. So I just, you know, buy or, or put it towards something else. So then I started putting little notes. Oh, this is for this. This is for my car. Um, you know, before starting to use your savings account and stuff like that. But you really need to think about paying yourself first, like um, Bernice is doing, which is amazing because you're paying yourself first. We take care of everybody else, but we really need to take care of ourselves first and then move forward on paying the bills and then whatever's left over, you can uh, take care of things. But yeah, I'm, I'm a big,
big believer in saving. Um, I don't try to use credit cards. Um, when your credit cards are very high interest rate and that interest rate, let's talk about that a little bit. That interest rate can um, make a difference in your car payment from an extremely high car payment to a really low payment. Yeah, no, that's true, Sandy. Um, yeah, no, and that's a, that's a very good point about saving money. And, uh, you know, the, this is, uh, something I still, you know, systematically, like, how is it that we, in order for us to build our credit, we got to get ourselves in debt. Like it's a rigged system, but anyways, we're not going to change that today, but I just, it's an interesting concept of like, you start off with zero and the only way you're going to build and get good credit, if you get into debt. Um, so the, the, the trick is to pay back your stuff, which is hard to do. So I think that's a good avenue, Sandy, when you say, I just avoid getting credit cards. I've just known friends and families that just get on credit card debt. Uh, we say we're gonna pay our, 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 our balance at the end of the month, and it, it doesn't happen that way. And before we know it, two years later, we've maximized our credit cards and our interest, all the payments that we're making is going straight to, to the interest and not even to the balance. Um, so we end up paying just a double amount. Yeah, but you know what a great idea is? So you do need a credit card to establish your credit score, right? So if you get one credit, credit card, you go to Target, for example, or the gas station, you buy groceries, buy it on the credit card, and then turn around and pay it right there on the spot if you have the money. Because what they want to see is that you can borrow and pay it back. And that's what's important. Or make your car payment on that credit card and then pay it back at the end of the month automatically or within a couple of days. The more you do that, your credit score will start to graze and you'll start getting bigger limits, but you wanna be able to show them that you can borrow money and pay it back. Yeah. I will just say it's easier said than done because um, I'm 32. I finally just got the hang of that concept, even though I knew that concept way before. It was like, oh yeah, I'll just, I'll buy this uh, this pair of shoes today. And then I'd go to another store and I'd be like, oh, I'll buy. Ya con acordé, I, 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 it was like, how did I get this balance? Like, I didn't even realize what I bought. And then at some point I was like, did someone like use my credit card? And it was like, no, you did. You know, I, I just started swiping away. And it was just an interesting behavior. But let's go ahead and go on a, on a music break. Um, and we'll continue talking about, you know, things you need to know when you're turning 18. Um, just the expectation versus the reality and just the responsibilities. So stay tuned. Don't leave us. You have your host, me, Veronica de Lara. You have Veronica Pimentel, Berenice Jimenez, and Sandy Logan. We'll be right back. Thank you. Oh, you know. 